0: DJ and PK, it is time to bring in Utah State football coach Blake Anderson. Coach, good morning.
1: Good morning. Sorry I'm running a little bit late, guys. Ah, uh, well, welcome when
2: you're a champion Earth. coach, we get it. We're on your time. <laughs> hey, well, good
1: hey. Welcome to the world of uh sign in day, recruiting weekends, early bowl games. Yep. There you go. That's how my morning's going.
0: First, we want to talk about how you made us look bad. I trusted you, coach. I did. What do you mean? I trusted you. I, I listen when you talk during the year, and you're like, we're good when we get people in space. But we're not as physical as some of these teams were playing. We can get pushed around. I saw the Wyoming game. I'm talking about the conference title game with San Diego State. All they do is push people around. I did say, and it was because you did say, hey, we're pretty good in space. And I saw how Fresno threw for 300 yards. And I said on the air, the Aggies are the underdog, but they got a shot. If you can throw it like Fresno did, San Diego can be beaten. That's the only time they were beaten. But they didn't come close to pushing you guys around. What happened?
1: You know, we, we learned a lot about ourselves in the Wyoming loss. And I think it had a huge impact on us. Just how we approached the game schematically. The packages that we matched up with them. On the field defensively and probably as big as anything, just just the mentality of our guys. They were embarrassed by that game they We challenged them and we made some adjustments, but honestly we just we just had to go out there and be willing to play that style of ball and they felt uh, they went in with a big chip on their shoulder. We wanted to prove that we could play physical ball that the Wyoming game was not who we are uh, we We've been putting those guys in that position since we got here. And in that particular Saturday, we just we just were not the team we wanted to put on the field. And, and, man, they responded in a huge way. I thought we made good adjustments, X's and O's wise. But mainly, our guys were going to prove to everybody that we could play that kind of ball. Even though we we're a little bit smaller and we don't, you know, pound for pound, we're not the biggest or, or maybe in the most powerful, but there's a mentality about it. and That's just good old blue collar. You know, roll your sleeves up, you know, go to work. And, and that, that was what we needed on that day, and we got it in a big fashion.
2: I thought myself, and I got hoodwinked by you guys that uh, winning the Mountain West uh, division, the, the Mountain division, would be the achievement because you know I didn't expect it. I don't know who did. Maybe you did, but the rest of us didn't. Uh, Objectively. So I was sort of bought into the premise, well, happy to be here type of thing. Great season. Uh, We'll celebrate, you know. And Aztecs are really good, but nevertheless, you just polarize them and just a shocker to me. So now I'm not going to be hoodwinked this time around this week. It's not about just happy to be here, bowl game. You know, I'm thinking that, and this would be really cool that you have this opportunity to book in Pac 12 uh, wins here because obviously you opened with Washington State. Uh, speak to what Oregon state, state presents. We've seen them play. We've seen them beat the Utes. So we know how good they are.
1: Yeah, I, and I think they're playing their best ball down the stretch. Uh, I guess, you know, the experts say we're seven-point underdog. I, I'll be honest, I thought it would be that or maybe even a little bit more. Uh, they are, I think they're really, really good up front on the O-line. They're up for some awards there. And the quarterback does a phenomenal job of sitting in the pocket and delivering the ball. They play extremely hard as you watch on tape. You can tell that they're excited about how things are moving in the right direction. And Hadn't been to a bowl game in a while, so they'll be excited to be there. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's just like we talked about when we played Washington State. It's very similar to the matchups with San Diego State and BYU and, and Boise, just the length and the size that we see throughout the course of the year. They fit right into that mold. We're going to have to play our best ball to win. Uh, our guys are not taking the approach, happy to be there, take the trip season's over absolutely not the opportunity to go nine and uh, you know to go from one and five to eleven and three and have two power five wins and a conference title would solidify this senior class and this particular team you know really that that'd be the that'd be the best season in school yeah. history you know yeah. they they went eleven and three years back but were not able to win the championship did not have you know two power five wins i mean this would be Something that you just you don 't ever get a chance to do this, and, and we just I think our guys are hungry to try to finish well, they know the challenge, but to try to finish this thing off uh, and just it 'd be one of those seasons that that you never never
0: forget right so while you 're working on that, you also have this early signing day coming up, which has turned out to be a really big deal, but the portals turned out to be a big deal, and you really cashed in on the portal to build this team. And I know the NCAA's got a waiver to the 25 this year, so there's room for a few more portal guys and all that. But how are you deciding, hey, this is who we want out of high school? This is the number of spots we got to hold for kids out of the portal. Um, How and why are you balancing those?
1: It's going to probably be a, a 60, 40, maybe 70, 30 mix, high school to portal. Because we went so heavy portal a year ago, now we are still going to add some veteran guys at key positions. I just kind of look at it as free agency a little bit. Um, try to build a solid base of high school kids, and I love the committed class we have. You know, a quarterback, a running back, a great offensive line group, most of them local in the Utah footprint. Uh, a couple dynamic guys on defense. So we, we really love the bulk of this class is high school, but we are going to plug in some veteran guys along the way to fill key spots where we're losing a great deal of productivity. And maybe the roster is just not caught up to it yet. Uh, guys need another year to develop. So you're going to see as we go through the holidays, you, you mentioned the waiver spots. We, we have the ability to use a handful of those right now uh, over the course of the break and, and on into the spring. And we're going to be really kind of strategic to, to place guys in positions where we don't feel like the roster's caught up. With a guy that's graduating out, you, you look at Justin Rice and Nick Henniger, uh, a Marcus Moore. Those guys are leaving. Not sure that we're quite ready to fill that gap uh, offensively. A Carson Terrell. I mean, that dude just brings a ton to the table. You know, we're we're graduating a bunch of wide-out productivity out of the room, so we will we will attack that. But I would say probably all in all, 60-40 probably would be the the probably the biggest split. It may be more in the 70-30 high school to 30% transfer range. And that's kind of my philosophy year to year moving forward in the new landscape of transfer portal, uh, you know, kind of college football recruiting.
2: So I'm wondering where do you think Utah State lies in the pecking order of recruiting now because you've got just a phenomenal accomplishment in your first season and so it gives you a ton of credibility when you go out to recruit particularly just, let's just k- deal with in-state guys you know we, we, we think of Pac-12 now basically all the kids particularly LDS Mission kids that BYU's recruiting will literally be, be big 12 recruits Will you go after those guys or will you think hey our resources and time are better spent towards other guys that we have a more realistic chance to, ha- to get. How do you handle all that? What is your thoughts on all that? I, I
1: think every kid is different. We go to battle on any kid that we think can, can bring value to our football program. and We don't, we don't really care if they've got a, a Power 5 offer or, or they don't have any offers. We've, we've, some of the best players we've had in, in our program over the course of the last 15 years or so have been guys that nobody else offered. We saw value. We brought them in they exceeded everybody's expectations guys went on to the NFL and and played great careers so we really just look for what fits us which is always dudes that love ball guys with high motors and do they fit schematically and honestly do they fit our culture just they want to be a part of kind of this environment it's a it's a family environment it is uh, it's about accountability and discipline and they need to be willing to to kind of be around a group of dudes that, that operate the way we do now we are going to battle head to head with a bunch of those people you just named and occasionally we're going to beat them. And sometimes we're not, you know, we just had a commit flip from Utah to us this weekend. Right. But then we've got guys that we, you know, we've lost battles to Utah, BYU and Boise uh, as well. We're going to win some, we're going to lose some. Luckily the footprint is, has got a ton of good players in it. I think the transfer portal kids are looking for something specific. So I think our style of play on offense and defense helps. I mean, we're, top three in the country in tackles for loss and sacks, kids that want to be a part of that style of defense. Obviously us throwing the ball and spreading the ball and the numbers that DT has. We're going to attract some wideouts nationally that that want to be a part of that. So I think that's where you start. You can really compete with anybody in the country for a kid that knows i got a year or two left and I want to be in a very specific program to maximize my numbers in an environment where I can win. I think that's where... We, um, we can really compete with anybody in, in all of college football.
0: Well, Coach, we appreciate a few minutes. We'll let you get back to the recruiting. Thanks for jumping on, and uh, good luck in the bowl game. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Blake Anderson, Aggie football coach, join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When we come back, your feedback next, including one particularly divisive tweet that PK can't wait to see the reaction to. We will get to that next. Stay with us.